0: you're listening to the bride chilla podcast helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit one podcast at a time I'm so happy today to be welcoming a Bride Chiller graduate on the show. I've been promising these segments and I promise there will be more of them coming up. It's so great that you're all getting in touch. Lovely, lovely Kate. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. She's got an Australian accent too.
1: Hi, Alicia. Thanks so much for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so lovely to have you on board and I have been following your wedding planning journey. We've got lots to talk about. You are not only a Bride Chiller graduate, You are hitched. You've also got a wonderful business that we're going to be talking about as well.
1: I've been listening to the podcast through my whole journey from getting engaged to getting married. And um, I will admit, even though I'm married, I still listen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. it's, It's one of those things that once you're addicted, you just can't stop.
0: Well, that's very nice of you to say. And I hope you'll listen. You know, Rich and I have got this new podcast coming called Significant Other, and that's launching in the next, well, hopefully a few weeks. So we are really excited. So then you can graduate to that. Sounds good. sounds like a plan look we have got a lot to cover and I love learning about the planning process and I think everyone else likes to hear how things went the highs and lows can you tell me a little bit about when you got engaged and your initial thoughts about getting hitched were you always dreaming of of a a wedding or were you like meh I don't know what to do where did it all start I
1: lived in Germany for four years a little while ago and while I was over there I got into a role as a wedding planner right yep so that's just out of left field I was over there for something completely different and I was doing that and after doing that for two years I could think of nothing worse than getting married I was like never gonna happen I was in a bad relationship which ended and I was just like there's there's no reason in my life to get married then I met my now husband just over just about three years ago, actually, not even that long ago, one of our first dates, we actually had the conversation, do you want to get bar- married at all? And both of us said, no, we don't want to get married. Fascinating. Yeah. So it was just never, never really on our cards. So we were dating a year um, and two months when he proposed and he had actually, okay.
0: yeah. This, this fascinates me. Well, I love that you had the openness and honesty, I suppose, just to say, no, nah, I'm not really into getting hitched when you're on like the second date. Hilarious.
1: Then how did it go? to being then going, all right, let's give it a crack. We kind of dated on and off for six months. I was not looking for a serious relationship. I was really, I guess, a selfish person back then and put all of my time and energy into myself and my work. He he would laugh when he hears this because I would, I would um, cancel on him and stand him up a lot for six months. And he'd always just say, it's all right, Kate, I'll wait for you. You'll come back to me. I know this is meant to be. And it kind of just... I guess one day that when he said that, I was like, all right, this guy is legit. Um, Let's give it a try. Um, Yeah. I love that you have taken
0: this sort of, it's almost like the role reversal of traditional, (laughs) I'm using air quotes here, traditional sort of relationships of going, I'm going to get in my own thing, which I wanted to say, I don't think that's, selfish i think you just you got to do what you got to do and
1: be happy so um essentially we were dating and we just had this little bubble around us and i can't explain it and obviously all of your listeners um who are getting married will know that when you know you know Mm. and he was just the right person and we were only pretty probably dating less than a year when he actually was like I'm going to make you my wife one day and when he said it I was just like yeah that sounds cool we can do this and um <laughs> and it wasn't it didn't freak me out anymore so he actually bought the engagement ring about 6 months before he proposed and then it just happened and 9 months after that we got enge- we got married so it happened really quickly considering i was so phobic of of it to start with and it's, it's great
0: I, and that's why i loved when you first sort of got in touch and look we've got lots to talk about of some of The uh, well, I would say, you you had some potential dramas when you were planning your <laughs> wedding, which is when you got in touch with me. But it's really nice to hear that this wasn't something that you were necessarily pining for, but then when it all happened you embraced it. And I think that's when stuff happens at certain times in your life that you go, Yeah, all right, let's go with it.
1: Exactly, yeah. And yeah, I'm a firm believer in things happen for a reason and people come into your life for a reason and um I'm never gonna sort of say, Well I've decided not to get married, so even if you're the right person, that doesn't matter. So I was always kind of like, yeah, if it happens, it happens, but it's not something I'm interested in right now. And then, yeah, I guess everything just fell into place. Can we go back
0: to Germany? And when you were doing
1: the wedding planning stuff,
0: what was it like planning weddings as an Aussie in Germany? Do you speak German?
1: I I do now. I'm fluent in German as of four years ago, but didn't before I went there. Congrats. And
0: I just (laughs) just racked my brain for something to say in German. Rich is also a fluent German speaker. He lived there for three years when he was younger, pre-Alicia, and speaks fluent German and I can't remember anything that he's just said to me. So forget it. Don't be a smart ass, Alicia. Move on. (laughs) So what was it like, though? Was it different from what you'd known with Aussie weddings? Obviously, that's probably a bit of a silly question, but what was it that made you go, I don't really want to do weddings anymore after you'd finished this job?
1: It was very different because um, I... I mean, German in as a culture is very different to Australian. It's um, Mm. their traditions of weddings in what I experienced was not so they didn't have um, huge budgets. They didn't go as big and bold as um, I think we do. I did one crazy Russian wedding which was just incredible and the budget was beyond belief but I don't know the brides were just different the attitude towards weddings were different some people would have would just have no care about what was happening they'd just say just do whatever you want and I just felt like there was no emotion in it and so when I came home my only real experience of weddings and planning weddings and being involved with weddings was not what I would want for my own life.
0: There are structured people the Germans they know what they want Get yes, shit done.
1: That's it, exactly. <laughs> um, and I struggled with that because I'm quite a, I guess, creative individual and it didn't really float their boat over there. Isn't
0: that interesting because Rich has always sort of said of his time there, you know, it took him a while to realise when a bus says they're going to arrive at 3.23, they're going to be there <laughs> and they are going to leave at 3.24 and be fucked if you're not there, forget it, you're going. Oh, but I'll also sure. this idea that they just really stick to the plans.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, in in fact, that's probably one thing I brought out of my time in Germany and put into my own um, wedding planning process was my timelines and on the wedding day everybody around me were like are you actually a bride today are you getting married because you're way too chill and I'm like "Well, <laughs> there's just no reason to stress because everything is planned and I know what's happening and I know when it's happening and everybody has clear communication to that plan so the planning process and how that went down in Germany and being so like on time and precise definitely came in handy for my own wedding so we all need
0: a little bit of German mentality when we come <laughs> into being bride <bride-shiller. laughs>
1: (laughs) It helps, hey, that's all I can say.
0: The bride chiller. Um, So (laughs) let's talk about when you first got engaged, what what was your first thought about your wedding? Knowing all this back history of the German wedding planning stuff, how you went, all right, this is what in my mind it's going to be like.
1: I wanted very laid back, very relaxed vibe. Um, I didn't want to follow a lot of tradition, but I still wanted a few pieces of tradition that fitted with my beliefs. So my husband's family are all from England, so he's from England. So it was never going to be a huge big thing because he doesn't have family over here or lots of friends over here. So we kind of just decided this is going to be our day. We're not going to follow all of the rules and regulations that you see on Pinterest and wedding blogs saying this is how a day looks. So we just kind of got creative in what we liked the most and what we experienced in our own lives and putting that, I guess, into a big party. where We go hiking lots, so we knew we wanted it outdoors, probably more in the countryside. We hate sitting down for long drawn out meals where you can't communicate properly. So we decided for a cocktail style wedding. Yeah. And it kind of just flew, flowed on from that where we just listened to what makes us comfortable, then incorporated that into a really big party. I love that
0: you just use the word comfort because I actually think comfort is one of the best ways to describe what a feeling that you want to achieve. And I know I copped a bit of flack for saying, Uh, This is quite a while ago. Someone wrote to me and said, because I was saying, you should find a comfortable wedding dress. And someone said, (laughs) you know, and and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be hitching up shit all day or feeling like I'm going to pop out or I feel uncomfortable with my body or whatever. And we're going to talk about body image in a second because I know that's a big part of what you do. But... I actually think comfort is a really good way to say, if you don't feel comfortable in something that you're wearing for seven or eight hours in front of a lot of people, then you just should throw it away.
1: 100%. And that is essentially what happened in long story short with my dress was all about comfort. And, um, I was more prepared to wear a paper bag over my head than, um, feel uncomfortable because, um, if I'm not comfortable, And my groom sees that I'm not comfortable and the photos show that. And we're paying thousands of dollars for these photos. I don't want them to look like I'm in the army, you know. I want to be relaxed and enjoy my day. Um, So I think that was the main thing for us was just based on comfort. I think about suits
0: and men, some men just don't look good in suits, feel good in suits because they never wear them and it's not their style. So I think it's weird when we have this preconceived notion that everyone's going to wear the same stuff because that's what you do when if you aren't comfortable and it's not what you want to wear, then bloody
1: chuck it out. Who cares? Yeah, 100%. My mum's um, my <laughs> husband wore um, jeans to our wedding and walked down the aisle with my mum in jeans. Um, Amazing. Yep. So, I mean, I was like, you know what, wear what's comfortable. And my brother called me up two days before the wedding and says, Kate, can I wear jeans? And I'm like, no, you're my brother. Sorry. Not <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, because his idea of jeans are what he'd wear out to the farm on the weekend. So um, he went and hired some pants. But he had an open collar and um, an open jacket. So, like, it was still comfortable for him. Um, I'm sure
0: your stepfather wore his snazzy jeans too.
1: Yeah. I think mum um, might have picked them. So. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. That's very funny.
1: So, okay, let's talk
0: about the look and the style and the theme of your wedding. What were the first big decisions that you made that then – was a knock-on effect for the rest of the event.
1: The first things we did, I think, were we chose the venue. Um, So we actually went and looked at a few. We looked at some wineries first and we went to one winery. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful venue. It's got waterfalls and limestone stairs and an already built-in Marquee, so you didn't have to hire the tent, but they had so many restrictions. It was all like you have to start your ceremony at either ten a.m. or one p.m., and you've got to be um, out of there by eleven thirty or three thirty. And then the next wedding comes in, and then you've got to choose your locations. And I was like, I just I wanted um, our day to be like to feel like we were the only ones getting married. I didn't want to know if there were ten other brides having the same day as us. So that kind of took us away from the traditional wedding venues that there are in Perth and um, we found this little barn about an hour and a half south of Perth. It's an 1850s estate. Um, The owners are the third generation of the family that moved down here from England. It's literally still a working cattle farm and we just, they still, they use it for weddings but we just felt like it was so as close to nature as you can get while still being beautiful so we chose the venue first which set the scene for what we wanted for our day. I got onto some blogs and was reading um, Hello May and
0: I love Hello May. Can you tell a little bit, can you talk a bit about Hello May because that might be something that um, our uh, overseas listeners might not know about but also it's a great resource for everyone.
1: Yeah so essentially um, it's a wedding blog slash magazine and they just cover real weddings, um, all base really sort of quirky style weddings. So not the old traditional dress. Um, I mean, most most girls have little made either design their own dresses or gone to the little boutiques. Um, just something out of the box. So. Um, that's what I kind of experienced and stopped buying traditional wedding magazines after that because that kind of depicted what I wanted. Yeah, I think it's, it's Australian owned and it is yeah. yeah. But I share a lot of the
0: images on Instagram and stuff and they just they, they do share a lot of uh, real weddings from all over the world but they are exactly I think when you're looking at wedding inspiration and I think they're really relevant to the uh, bride chillers and groom chillers out there who are looking for something that isn't stock standard. As in exactly what you're saying, the the traditional uh, mainstream wedding magazines that just pump out the same shit all the time. This is completely opposite. So hello, hello, May. If you're
1: listening, we love you. I guess what did we do next? Because we were going to have a few family members coming over for the wedding, we decided to make the week of the wedding a a mini holiday. So um, we hired... Three beach houses down there from the Tuesday, we had a Thursday wedding, which was only because I couldn't care less for a day of the week. It doesn't bother me. And all of my suppliers were free on the Thursday. So we got married on the Thursday and saved a bucket load of cash. (laughs) And was
0: that you saved the money because of the venue? What was the biggest saving because getting hitched on a
1: Thursday? So the venue was not discounted at at all. We paid full price on the venue, um, which was really cheap anyway. So, um... That was like one of the smallest costs was actually our venue. Um, It was a complete DIY. So we had free blank canvas to do whatever we wanted with the venue, but they didn't come with anything. So we hired outside catering, inventory, chairs, everything. So we saved the most money on hiring all of the props and chairs and lawn games and all of those gadgets. We saved on the photographer because that was a Thursday. I think we got 20, 25% off for the photographer. Oh, that's good. We saved a lot on flowers and styling because my beautiful girlfriend, she has a business wedding styling and flowers. Holly from some kind of wonderful events. I I guess she is my friend, but from an outside perspective, she puts her heart and soul into every single wedding she plans. Um, And it was so obvious on my day. I was just like, she was just dying in stress. And I'm just like, just chilling out. And that's what you want. That's what you want. It's her day to stress, not mine. So she just, yeah, so we saved a lot on that because she was using all of our images and things like that for, I guess, marketing for her business. So we pretty much got huge savings on all of that sort of thing. We could buy our own alcohol and drinks. And so we just stopped our own fridges up, which saved us like 75%. Yeah. I mean,
0: bringing your own booze, if you can do it, I would say that's one of my biggest tips. And I know a lot of venues say, nope, forget it. But if you are doing a self-catering event uh, that you have, and we had the same thing, and I know a lot of people now, that's like one of the biggest decisions to make of of doing that, but it will save you so much cash.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also used my uncle as celebrant. He's a minister of the church. So we had free celebrant as well, which... <laughs> goes a long way, right. they're
0: expensive, a <laughs> and it's nice that he knew
1: you as well, so you've got that connection, connection, yeah exactly, which is really cool, in the end we ended up saving a little bit on my dress, round two Um, because my girlfriend who also has just opened up her own wedding dress designing company over here in Perth, she um, saved the day, which I'm sure we'll get into more of.
0: (laughs) Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Well, look, I'm going to leave this. We've got to go to a quick little break for sponsor announcements. Support the sponsors, people. It really helps me. Uh, But we're going to talk about the dress. We're going to just hint a little bit about the dress dramas because I'm also bringing you back for another episode to talk a little bit about What has happened with your dress and the resolve? And also, we want to talk about body image because Kate is a personal trainer and she has an amazing business that is going to be helping some bride chillers and groom chillers out there now. And uh, I'm all up for positive body image and looking after your body. So there'll be more from the lovely Kate after this. Kate, in brief, you had some dress dramas when it came to planning your wedding. The slip was all wrong. You got dicked around. It was a bit of a sad affair for a while until you were saved by a friend. The kindness of friends who run wedding businesses, that makes me so happy that that was a good outcome. I mean, did that, you know, when we first connected was when you wrote to me and said, look, the dress is a bit of a mess. Uh, I don't really know what to do. Can you help me and put the feelers out? And I was sort of panicked for you because I felt really disappointed that you'd been let down by this vendor. Luckily, you came out the other end and it was fine. But did that dent you? Because you seem like a bit of a bride chiller in every other facet. Did you feel a bit burned by the whole experience
1: then? Yes and no. Um, I'm not a really big, um, fashionista. So I never had that wow moment trying on my dress. Um, I was so organized at this point, although it did happen three weeks before the wedding, everything else was done and organized. So it wasn't like I was trying to juggle sorting out the dress and sorting out the catering or anything like that. So, um, I guess in that degree, it was not so stressful and, I kind of was just like, yeah, I'll figure it out. There's always going to be an option. I'm not going to walk down the aisle naked. Oh, so good. I mean, yeah. you could have. <laughs> I could have.
0: She's a personal trainer. She's got a good, <laughs> she looks after herself. <laughs>
1: I, try. I was told by my um, now husband that I'm not allowed to wear my trainers and um, tracky decks. <laughs> down the aisle so I had to do something about it. I feel
0: like that would have been as yeah and you're in the fit you're a fitness professional you wear your nikes there's some really nice nikes out there now you've got a good <laughs> legging you're fine.
1: Yeah not on that day I don't think it yeah, was gonna go down. Definitely not.
0: <laughs> Forget it. Yeah all right well let's talk good good little uh good little move into the world of fitness and looking after yourself. One thing that really enrages me in the whole wedding industry is this Obsession with like dropping weight quickly, not looking after yourself or dropping any weight if you're not, that, that's not a priority for you. It, it's it's sort of bullying in my sense. And I know I've received lots of feedback from bride chillers who say the dressmakers are part of the problem because I personally had an experience when uh, someone said, so how much weight are you planning to lose before your wedding? And you're just like, what the fuck? What sort of question is that? Like, it's really grimy. So, tell me, as your experience from a personal trainer, you're someone that looks after yourself, you're a big advocate of healthy eating, living, uh, existing. What was your experience from that angle?
1: Because obviously I work with brides a little bit and um, getting them ready for their weddings, I was already aware of a little bit of the pressure, I guess, um, that they felt as brides from um, friends and family, from, I guess, expectation of what, that you're supposed to be your skinniest and your fittest and healthiest on your big day. Let me just take that out. Not fittest and healthiest, healthiest, just skinniest. Mm. These girls were coming to me and saying, Um, I need to lose 20 kilos or I've bought a size 10 dress and I'm a size 14 at the moment, so can you get me into a size 10? There was no connection from health and and fitness to being skinny. And that really irked me and that really bothered me and that was something that resonated with me when I became a bride that I didn't want to, I guess, experience myself. Um, And I went out of my way to go, Right, I'm engaged. I know what my weaknesses are as far as um, health goes. So, for me, health includes mental health as well as physical health and nutritional health. So, I put together the whole package, I guess, for myself and focused on each of those areas to be the healthiest and fittest that I could be on my wedding day. And any weight loss that came up to that was purely a side effect of what I was doing to look after myself. I
0: love that connection. I want people to hear that about health, not just being about having your bones showing, because that's not health to me at all. And I totally agree with you. It's about a whole connection of feeling uh, well and healthy in your mind and having that connection with your body as well. It needs to be said a lot more often, I think, Kate, because I think people don't get it.
1: No, 100% agree and um, my experience of planning the wedding and having that high level of stress, uh, which I don't believe I did but apparently four months before my wedding I broke out in hives um, all over my body and I went to see a few different doctors, naturopath, homeopath and everybody said it was stress-induced hives. I kind of thrive off having lots to do in a day so being told that I had to relax and stop stressing was kind of like well well how I, I can't that made me kind of go okay i've got to put more f- focus now on my mental health and my mental well-being and looking after that side of things so that i can get through the next 4 months of wedding prep and working and building my own business and everything else that goes with life as well as planning a wedding so at that stage although i wanted to have tighter back muscles and shoulders in my wedding dress in the ideal world that could no longer be a focus for me
0: do you think that the stress and i love that you mentioned the fact that you didn't think you were stressed but then your body was saying no i'm stressed Mm. it's interesting how that can uh you know come into play when you just you need someone to actually say well hives are a a reaction to uh, feeling a little wound up everyone everyone focuses uh, and reflects stress in different ways don't they
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I had a few um, brides that came to me and were starting to get really anxious before their weddings and were looking to exercise as a way of stress relief, um, which is definitely something I would recommend. So just getting out and going for a walk to release um, stress or going and playing a game of tennis with your fiancé or going um, and just sitting in a cafe with a girlfriend for a cup of tea after going for a walk or a jog. Things like that where you can just get out of normal life of the hustle and bustle, I guess, of the grind and take a few minutes for yourself, I think is something that you really need to prioritize in any section or any time of your wedding planning process.
0: Yeah, and I'm the worst person at doing that. I can I I'm will happily admit You know, sometimes it's good to just turn off the devices, step away from the Pinterest, move away from other things. And as you said, get out of the house, go to a coffee shop, do something else, walk in the park, it's free.
1: Exactly, exactly. I actually started, um, and this might come as a surprise considering it's the industry I work in, but I started yoga two months before my wedding just because I needed to get out of my head and I was not very flexible that's one thing I don't do enough of so I started yoga and as soon as I actually did my first session I got rid of the stress hives and they didn't come back until after the wedding so hilarious yeah that was my that was my secret key I guess
0: and yoga is something i know a lot of people are you know like into super into cardio i'm a really big i've moved into sort of hip training and doing weights and i feel so much better about my mental health as well not necessarily just going super hard on cardio and then you know it doesn't really i don't know i don't think it works as well as as mixing it up for me personally but also yoga is one of those things it is that mind body connection and it's good to just go shh just do this for an hour shut up keep thinking breathe stretch relax relax
1: exactly so, yeah and it really helped me and i'm glad and i'm glad that hearing that from a fitness
0: professional as well because i think a lot of people go oh my body shape's not right for yoga i don't look good and you just go look anyone can do it you don't have to be doing the splits or it's not a personal competition it's a private practice basically gosh i sound like a little yoga mm-hmm. propagandist
1: <laughs> a yogi they
0: call him <laughs> <them>. yeah i'm <laughs> not go, oh god jesus i'm a far from a yogi i'm well, the like, one that talk like wants to talk in the class it's terrible
1: I mean, yeah, I, I think you need to find the right, the right yoga instructor to make it a good practice. Um, you can go to, I've been to a few yoga classes in the past and I've just been like, what a crack of shit. Um, yeah. I just, it wasn't for me. And I just found this instructor who was so tuned into what yoga is actually about. And that's that connection of your mind to your body and, um, and took away the, the fluff of it being about being really flexible and put it into, do what your body can allow you to do and live in that moment. And I
0: don't think – and you shouldn't be put off. It's like any sort of class that you're going to. If you do go, no, this person's too airy-fairy or she thinks she's – you know the ones that always talk <laughs> like this? And I'm just like, wind it up, sweetheart. Let's keep it going. But I do think, you know, you shop around. You know, they're not going to get offended. they never know if you don't go back. Just. Right find someone that's is that terrible?
1: No, I agree. I agree.
0: (laughs) I shall quickly we we must wind up soon. But I want to talk a bit about your business and uh, what we're going to be offering our lovely bride chillers and groom chillers today. You run fitbodybrides.com. How did that come about? What do you do? How can we help people?
1: Okay, so um, once I got engaged, I was like, right, I'm gonna do everything perfect so that I look and feel my best on the wedding day. You know, even trainers need trainers and someone to push you and someone to keep you on track. So I was looking online for something that I could do at home that would just give me a little bit of extra motivation so I didn't have to think about it and something that was specific for brides. And I couldn't find anything other than lose 20 kilos and it's not what it was about. Um, mm. So there was there was nothing out there that would work on creating more of a lifestyle of, of fitness as well as the health side of things that I could maintain up to my wedding day and then it would somehow be lifestyle that you could lead on after. I created this program so brides can learn a little bit of what's relevant at what stage and as I went through my wedding planning process and my engagement I kind of fine-tuned it and go oh well this is really relevant at this stage of um my engagement and this is really relevant now um And, you know, lots of focus on well-being and mindset and what you can do to minimise the stress while still looking your best and tips and tricks on, um, it's not just about weight loss. It's how do you look in your dress? What do you love about what looks, what you look like in your dress and focus on those amazing bits because it doesn't matter who you are. You have amazing things to be thankful for in your dress, practice gratitude, and then we can fine-tune the other little bits um, rather yeah. than it just being like, let's go out there and lose 20 kilos in three weeks.
0: And also, it's not realistic for any of us. We all are different shapes and sizes. Uh, I think we've got this perception that everyone should be lanky, size zero. I don't even know why the term size zero even exists. That's another gripe I've got. But this idea that, especially we go back to wedding magazines that we are talking about earlier on, all the models they use in these um, magazines, a lot of the models, not all of them, but uh, a certain looking, long-haired, gangly, blonde, uh, tanned girl. And I don't fit into that category. Uh, you know, I think we all all very different shapes and sizes. And also, there's only so much we can do when you promise you know like you said people promising weight loss and just starve yourself for six weeks and you'll look like this no you won't you won't
1: and there's just not enough um, emphasize emphasis on you being allowed to be different Um, everything has to fit in a box and it doesn't work like that people will get more depressed and you'll get to your wedding day and you were forced into buying a dress two sizes too small and now you don't fit it and the whole world is going to end and your wedding day is a disaster Um, uh, then nobody wants that, but that happens, um, because people put this, this pressure on themselves to look a certain way and feel a certain way. And when it doesn't happen, um, they're screwed. We don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's
0: the key to say that you shouldn't feel that the, the, there's already enough pressure around this sort of stuff, let alone to feel this sort of body pressure as well. I'm so happy that you are, you know, and I look at your website and I think the messages that you're giving on the site are exactly the the healthy, positive mind, body messages that need to be said more often and need to be in the mainstream a little bit more. And this idea to crash diet or to feel this pressure is, you know, unrealistic and so unhealthy.
1: Yeah, we're we're trying to create a bit of a community as well, so girls can join the forum or the lounge on Facebook and share their troubles and their stories and things they're having trouble or um, extra stress with, because definitely someone else that's going through the same thing, and you don't have to feel like you're alone.
0: So we would like today, I believe, Kate, to give away some prizes to people from Bride Chillers who are interested in being a part of your program. I would like to give away a Bride Chiller t-shirt. Kate, what are you going to be giving away to one lucky Bride Chiller or Groom Chiller today?
1: I would love to give away one of the three phase products. So all three phases, yeah, coming together into one product. So you can, essentially you've got a year worth of workouts and fitness and nutrition and well-being. In, um, three different little books. That is amazing
0: and it is so helpful. And I know whoever wins today will uh, be winning in so many different levels and uh, if you would like to be a part of this competition you just need to go to the either of our Instagram pages. Mine is instagram.com slash McCormack.
1: What is yours Kate? Instagram.com forward slash fit body brides
0: there it is we will both have an image up all you need to do is like both of our pages and uh also i think we're going to ask a question i think we should ask what is your favorite part of your body great question
1: yes let's focus more on what we already have that is awesome rather than pulling ourselves down all the time
0: amen amen kate it's been so great speaking with you i'm so happy we got to share this time together and also you know that your wedding went so well and also that you have such a positive outlook um, especially when it comes to health and fitness i think we should be talking about this a lot more
1: thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share a little bit of my story and um, possibly help some brides out there get um more confident and happy.
0: I'm delighted to have shared this time with you kate and if you would like more information please visit fitbodybrides.com for more info and to uh to get involved. It's not you know what I love as well about your program I know I'm winding up I promise is that it's not expensive. You don't have to pay hundreds of bloody fucking thousands of dollars. It's just there. Most of your stuff's under 50 bucks. Amazing.
1: It's all under $50. Um it if you buy all three programs together um, I think it's $89, but essentially, yeah, you can choose which phase you're up to, go with that, and then if you love it, come back for more.
0: Beauty, beauty, beauty. And it's nice talking to an Aussie. Thank you so much, Kate. And uh, if you would like to be a bride chiller graduate, if you would like to share your journey, get in touch. I love to hear from brides and grooms all over the world, and I think it's invaluable to hear about past experiences. And uh, if you have a shonky dealer vendor, I sound like I'm getting into some sort of current affair situation, but if you want to talk about something that hasn't worked for you as well, I'd like to hear from you. Leave me a voice message. Until next week, my friends, happy days.